The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I'm not, not lose. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. MH. Yes, he is the DB of the show, and we are black in sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. And speaking about dribble, today we're bringing you back inside the locker room where we just want to touch on our ladies, doing a little bit of a ladies first with the WNBA getting ready to kick off, man. So we just wanted to, you know, highlight and talk about, uh, you know, the exciting things coming for this NBA season, WNBA season that is right around the court corner. Excuse me. Uh, MH, ready to do this? Yes, sir. All right, man. So just... You know, I was always wondering, like, how we were going to start it off. But I think, you know, we just started with a little welcome back, right? Like, um, you know, a lot of the conversation last year was just, you know, thoughts with 42. And, um, you know, definitely now she's she's going to be back this season. Yeah, man, it is. Uh, it's it's exciting. Uh, it's exciting to kick off the season. It's exciting to uh, get it going. It's exciting to be a part of uh, – uh, a, a, a city that's hosting or that is the defending champions residing in the city. Um, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's just exciting all the way around, man. Uh, basketball is one of our favorite pastimes we talk about. Absolutely. Um, and we got to talk about it because of the local aces. We got to talk about it well deep into their season. So um, I'm excited for another kickoff. Absolutely. So the welcome back we were definitely hitting to was uh, Brittany Griner. So no, Mrs. Number 42, I believe it's 42 is her number. Uh, but, uh, you know, she's coming back, uh, going to be with her team after uh, what she went through, um, you know, and just like all the thoughts, support, and you know, everybody kind of working and making deals and, and bringing her back. So she'll be back. And you, you're right, man. Um, our our uh, champion, first champion to the city aces, man, have been doing a lot off season. So, I mean, we'll just you know, touch upon all of the, the things. If you missed it, you know, we want to make sure we bring it to the forefront and talk about some of the things that they have going on. But yeah, like you said, man, it's definitely, um, you know, one of uh, one of the sports that we talk about and have love for and have passion for. So it's always exciting to, you know, to see the games and get out to the games when we, when we get a chance. Um, but um, I think, I guess I'll start with that, man. You had a chance to get out to one of the games, right? Uh, you went to one of the preseason games, man. So how was that? I did, and uh, they played the the New York Liberty uh, there to open in preseason game. I was surprised. I was like, man, I, I thought they were opening up with the Sparks. I got my my schedules mixed up, and when there was opportunity to to go to see them play, I had some family in town, so um, definitely wanted to share that experience with my with my daughter, but you know, just with my family in general. And it was it was really cool to see the you know in the preseason you get to see the depth of the roster of. Um, folks that you might not get a whole lot of minutes uh, on both sides of the coin. And they were playing the New York Liberty, who we'll jump into, um, are kind of favored with the Aces as, you know, quote unquote, a super team. So it was good to kind of see their depth and see how uh, those rosters play, you know, start the season with that and more than likely they're going to end the season with that matchup, too. No, 100%. And what's crazy is that they did that, right? Like for your preseason or your, your scrimmage game is like giving the people that that thing that they want to see ultimately and that, you know, uh, all the sports are getting hit with the criticism of being scripted, right? But like if the WNBA could script it, 
that's what the masses want to see, right? And, you know, you did touch up on this, so let's just get, get right into it. Um, you know, this is one of the things that a lot of the NBA people hate on or complain is talking about, like, the super teams and, you know, you can't win unless you have at least two to three stars uh, on your team. And then now, you know, just with the player mobility and some of the things that were happening in this offseason, you know, um, you know, us, you know, we got better, right? Like on paper, right? Um, you know, it doesn't matter until you actually, you know, hit that court. But on paper, you know, we got better. We we got an amazing addition to our team. Um, but the Liberty, you know, they were able to make some moves as well. So these are the two that like early, early betters and, you know, the odds makers are saying we should see, you know, both of these teams, if not one of them, in the final. So um, that's that was surprising to see that that was a team that you got to see in a you know preseason game. But hey, you know, I guess spark the people's interest. Um, you know, give them a, give them a preview. And like you said, you know, preseason is a chance to like work out some of the kinks and get some other players in the rotation. So it is a scrimmage or a practice game. But yeah, give the people what they want, I guess. And I, I think it's a good thing. Um, even though there's there's this sparing and like opinions on whether super teams are good uh, not just for the w but you know um sports across the board like you mentioned and i, I think it's it's good and maybe i'm a little biased because you know i reside on one of the places where one of the super teams exists <laughs> yeah maybe that's a little bit right right <laughs> maybe but i mean I, I always like seeing a collection of really good players working together and playing together um you know, when the WNBA started in 96, I believe, and 96, 97, nice forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, I just remember the Houston Commons winning the first four championships, if not five, uh, with Cynthia Cooper and Cheryl Swoops and Tina Thompson. And you can one can argue that that was a super team to just even, you know, start the league out. But I thought there was a lot of excitement about seeing them play. I was, you know, I, I, I liked watching them play um, and the collection of really good talent together. So I, I think it's going to be a good thing and um, a really, really, really uh, high level of basketball of top top tier players and top names that you recognize within the sport right. on two teams. I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing personally. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you touched on something and uh, while we were prepped for the show, I didn't think it was going to make it, but since you, you, you talked about it, um, Houston, right. Was the dynasty, I guess you want to start it off, right? Like they were like winning titles back to back, you know, it'd be nice to see a team back in Houston, you know, and it's always that debate and that, you know, back and forth, whether, you know, the WNBA should have expansion. But when you talk about a team that had multiple championships, sure. you know, like obviously they were doing well, you know, they may need some help on the support. There may be some um, issues of ownership or what was going on down there, why uh, they ended up leaving or, or losing that team. But, you know, I think times are different. You know, the, the game is getting a whole different level of support. Um, and I think the other issue that we were talking about, because, you know, there's different, you know, sides of the coin, right? Like I'm definitely all for expansion, which I believe you are as well. But I think that's part of it that you're kind of like, uh, do we really need another team? Let's kind of get this continue to be stronger and efficient as it is but the biggest thing that you pointed out when we were doing our prep was like well when when number one draft picks aren't making it getting cut from teams you know maybe maybe it's time to kind of open up that conversation yeah not just a number one pick for that team like number one overall, overall. In, the, in the whole draft <laughs> and we're, we're referring to uh charlie collar who was uh collier sorry that was 
uh, the number one draft choice for the Dallas Wings in 2021, not that long ago, two summers ago. Um, and, and she didn't make the team. So uh, I, <laughs> I guess there's a. And I think there's been know, some others, right? Because I've just seen like, you know, names come across screen. Like you were looking like, oh, she got cut. Like she didn't make it. Like, you know. Yeah. So there's there's a couple other that I just, you know, casually saw or whatever. But <laughs> you're right, man. It just kind of makes you think like, hold on, man. It does in some in some ways, and it doesn't in other ways. Um, and I, I can throw this comparison to March Madness, and it's a lot different. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when uh, both for the women and men's, when we get to that first round of tournament, it's cool. Everybody got the little brackets, and we want to see the upset. Great. No disrespect to some of the smaller teams. But when we get to the final Elite Eight, when we get to the Sweet 16, we get to the Final Four, you, you kind of want to see – those who you know, and I think the WR, I'm sorry, women's college basketball, the March Madness was more popular than even the men's. We touched on it that you just knew who was who was playing. You like you knew those stars that were playing on those final four teams. And I, I honestly don't think that's a bad thing for the W. If we know who's on the aces, we know who's on the Liberty. Um, there's a couple that we know who's on the murky shout out to, you know, BG and Donna Tarasi. And we know those are teams that's going to be around, uh, you know, throughout the season. I, I don't, I personally just don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's how you get, get growth. I mean, shoot happened in the NBA. We talk about the, the Lakers and the Celtics still. Right. Right. And then expanded on, but I don't know. I don't think that's a bad thing. And I'm and, and to, to that point, right. That's the problem that the league has is, you know, they want to expand, but there's these small market teams that maybe are not doing, you know, very well as far right. as building a, a, a national fan base. Um, like, of course, the town is happy as long as they're winning, maybe. And if they don't right. have other competition. Right. So you have the Memphis Grizzlies and they have a whole other sort of issues. But as far as what's going on in that city, like that's the only professional major professional sport, I should say. Right. Because I don't mm-hmm. want to. I'm trying to think off top and make sure they don't have anything else going on. But but what I'm saying is like, you know, when you think about expansion into these small markets, you know, what's going to make them grow? And and you're right. It's and not only the players, right, that we knew, we knew the coaches, right? Like we right. know, you know, we know. Um, and I'm I'm going Kim, Kim Mulkey. Kim Mulkey, thank you. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh the West um Oh, I'm because I'm gonna be butchering some names, but we know the coaches' names. We're knowing the players. We're even seeing the play with the portal. You know, hearing them move and kind of seeing what those teams are gonna look like. No, I, I definitely agree with you on that. But um, the other thing that I kind of guess I was talk uh, wanted to move on with is like talking about the sports expansion. We just did a show talking about the 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 growth of the global game, and you know we had mentioned you know some of the sports and what they've done. And the WNBA has followed suit, right? So that obviously has to be some type of blueprint, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess Kathy, the um, the WNBA commissioner, uh, is looking at that and say, "How do we expand our game?" And they had our their first global game in Canada, um, mm-hmm. where the two teams meet and had like a packed, sold out house, uh, you know, without any kind of teams, you know, from Canada representing, um, and it did well. So. I think they're working close to that. I believe they're doing all the right steps, you know, to not do it too fast. I do think it needs to happen, you know, but I, I do agree with you with just that balance of, you know, knowing the players and and getting to, um, you know, that parity where you're looking for 
um, a, a Lakers Celtics, you know, championship game to see who has, you know, right. who gets the next championship. So you want to start building those kind of narratives and those kind of um, conversations in the WNBA. And I think they're getting that. I think the, the biggest part was they weren't getting that media exposure and, and those kind of things, which um, now that that's been pointed out and you have, you know, stars that are doing certain things to make sure that they're getting pub uh, like, um, you know, Sue, Sue Berg and, um, uh, the white mamba did the 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 march madness where they were kind of doing a little uh Peyton show where they were talking right. and, and getting in front of you know we need to kind of do more and more of that you know seeing um candace parker on uh nba live with uh shack and them you know like all of those things i think help create the narrative you know to, to kind of continue to promote the global game and and that was a huge step of having a game in toronto no 100 percent, and you know um I think, as you mentioned, those are some of the pioneer names when you, you think of uh, women's basketball is the Donna Taurasi's, the Sue Birds, the, the Candace Parkers and um, having them compete relevant. Like, you know, Sue Bird was still competing for a championship last year, if I if I remember correctly. Right. When they lost and in her last season, we we all as a nation saw her last game. Um, you know, Donna Taurasi's team wasn't as competitive this year but you know with the Brittany grinder things that was going on but she was around too in the, in the playoffs and then you, you you talk about candace parker um now she's playing with the the aces so i think it's important to your point those pioneers that you see them and you get to know them uh, across multiple platforms and streams and, and areas of opportunities at the same time you get to see them play and mm -hmm. then one thing that sue bird was actually you know really talking about which i 100 percent agree um, you know, sometimes to the, I would probably say to the casual maybe, and, and maybe some of it's true. Like you'll say like, man, you know, I like watching the WNBA because it's fundamental basketball, whatever that means. I mean, that can be a code word for a lot of different things. So mm -hmm. I try not to use fundamental basketball. I don't know what fundamental is outside of a bounce pass. But I will say that I think she did a good job of describing the differences from the college game which we know on the men's side that there's a lot of difference of the game there versus what's going on uh, in the W. Um, mm -hmm. And I think there is a lot of um, free, more freedom that comes with the W game that I can, I can say, whether you want to call it fundamental or not, these girls just got, or these, 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 these dudes, these women, these, every, they got like, like skill. Like it's, it's quality to look at. Whatever you think Kyrie Irving is doing, well, Chelsea Gray is doing the same thing on That's the W great. side. Like, like, like legitimately. Um, and maybe sometimes you don't see that in the college game. And in the in the W in the WNBA game, it's a little more free flowing and flowing and free. And you can see that type of skill set. So I'm excited about this season. Man. You know, I, Chelsea Gray is the only jersey I got. <laughs> but no and, and you're right i think we've talked about that like fundamentally like i like watching the WNBA because it's basketball right like you know i, I it's basketball that we've always watched right so i know that the, the nba game is changing and i know there's some you know things that are adapting with the WNBA game as well you know but i i prefer that brand of basketball right because i think it's like you said i don't want to use cold words because i don't want to get caught up in you know what people are using to, to say certain things um, or if they are saying certain things, but just, I definitely enjoy that brand of basketball myself. All right. So 
let's just kind of get into all the things because like our aces have been doing some some things this offseason man and like you like I, I share with you the excitement i can't wait for the first game or, or or just the um you know the season to begin you know anytime you have um the champs um you know they're, they're looking to do back to back right they're looking mm -hmm. to do a repeat um and i don't see anything in their way other than themselves man so i i hope that they kind of you know keep that, that same hunger and push through and, and you know have another magical season but so I guess one of the things that kind of jumped off, which was interesting, is um, the city finally got Tom Brady. <laughs> so Figure it out. Right. So finally, um, you know, they were trying to get Tom Brady as a quarterback. That didn't work. Um, you know, then he retired. And then we get in the news pop up that Tom, you know, um, works out some ownership into the Las Vegas Aces. And it looks like he's still working to get uh, since he started that relationship to get some with the Raiders. Anyhow. But um, so only reason I shared that is because like that makes it more interesting or to me to see like who's going to be at the games. Right. Um, We all we already have a great quality ticket um, and it's just a city. So if you're in town, you're going to catch it. So it's going to be interesting to see who's at the games and then how often he comes to the game to support. Yeah. And, and if I think he was at multiple games even beforehand last year. Um the Aces games are always cool for like that. There's always somebody that's you know pops up that's there, um, so they got a they got a good environment. And I've heard the same things happen in Brooklyn where Liberty plays. So I don't think it's no, um, and I LA. think it's yeah yeah in LA, LA too. But mm -hmm. I I really do is by design that these two teams, especially the summertime, you know Vegas and uh, Brooklyn in the summers, you can you know I, it doesn't surprise me that those two teams are two of the elite teams, but it's, it's cool that, you know, um, Tom Brady is, <laughs> has put in his bid to, to own, you know, portions or whatever portions he owns of the team. Um, I think it's another, uh, spotlight and exposure as we pointed out, um, that's happening. And someone that's going to be an advocate, right? Like, so the, the owner of the Liberty who, you know, I think he got fined or something cause he's not, he's fine his, you know, chartering flights for, uh, for his team. Um, and just kind of really did a push why, you know, these other owners can't step up and figuring out that travel situation. So, yeah, I think it's going to be dope to have, um, you know, Tom a part of it. And it's funny that uh, him and uh, Chelsea Plum really got close um, last year or a couple of years ago from the first time he came to the game. And, you know, he came to a couple of couple of games and on her Instagram, she shared like, you know, getting a, a jersey and some things from him. So um, just any kind of that dynamic that uh, supports and help bring attention to the game is really dope. Um, and you did mention the summer. So talking about the summer, you know, we're we're uh, going to be hosting the WNBA All-Star um, Weekend again here in Vegas. So July 18th, that'll be going on. And, you know, uh, I know the, the people we know here don't um really like to have it all the time because it's a lot of work for them uh for the local team the aces to help support it although they do a great job man like last the last few years when it's been here it's been amazing um to have it during nba summer league it stands out on its own um but it's just nice to i mean that's kind of vegas right any sports weekend in vegas you could have like uh aces game um a big concert going on and something going on at the racetrack right or <laughs> a Raiders game, uh, a big conference, like seven things going on. <laughs> Super Bowl, Formula One. Everything, some right? Cow, some rodeo. like geez. <laughs> So it's good to, to host that. So we'll look forward to seeing you all here in the summer 
uh, July 18th when we host the, um, the WNBA. Um, like I said, the city, uh, the WNBA, you know, they do a great job with, you know, all the events and really just celebrating the talent that's, um, that's there. Have they made that a, a permanent move yet? Is that, is that talked about? I feel like it should I mean, be. They, they probably should look into that. So hopefully, I mean, if we do a, a, a stand-up job, and it's like, because I think it happened Chicago. Like the fact that I really don't know where it happened last year or the, the years before, I think that's part of it too. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I agree with you. That's something that should submit and like just kind of make a, a permanent in the constant. Uh, sorry, Kalani and, <laughs> and DeAndre. And <laughs> Do apologies, do respect Kalani on, on that. But you know, uh Vegas has kind of turned into you know the I guess the face of summer basketball, so to speak, outside of um you know what goes on in LA with the pickup games and all those type of things, uh Drew League and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, when you look at um summer league, the NBA summer league, it happens what a week or two before what the WNBA all-star is gonna be and you know, everybody's out for those weekends. I, I mean, why not? There's always a huge AAU tournament throughout the summer. LeBron throws his little thing that he yeah, has. That, like that happens. International, yeah. like yeah, a that, lot of stuff happens in and around. That happens stuff. right here. So I, I think that would be a nice strategic move for the W. At least for maybe it's a every other year thing, which it seems like is happening now anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's a good move for them. I definitely support it. <laughs> and I do too. All right, another big move is um the the team opened an amazing facility, right? Like that had for the sure. internet buzzing from like all of the like fly throughs that they were showing. And then I even Candace Parker, like she was on a podcast and was just like, yo, like I deserve this. I've been in the league. Why not go to a team that wants me and you know to have these kind of things that I have not had from her career? So it's shocking to hear that, like, you know, I, I didn't expect it to be. Um, on the level of a brand new facility that we have. But she said, like, I think it was, maybe it was to Shaq. I don't know. She goes, I have never had a locker that I can keep my stuff in, go home, and come back the next day. So the the the, the facility is amazing. Have you had a chance to see it? Uh, it's about as much as everybody else has seen it. I, I'm i still looking. For that hey, you, you know who you are. <laughs> right. Uh, come on now. Where my tour at? Where was the tour invite? You know, we need, yeah. to, we need that. Come on, man. Don't don't Hollywood your boy. Give me, come on, just give me a tour. I just want to see the court. I just want to do a left-hand layup on the glass. That's all I want to do. And I'll get up <laughs> out of there. I don't have to do nothing else. No, but I, I've heard I've heard is is super nice. And um, there's a couple other businesses that um I know that are going to be attached to the facility as well. And uh state of the art. Um, I think what is it, one of one in the W period? One of one, bro. I mean, well, you can't get mad about a dynasty then if there's one on one. I mean, you know, the owner's doing what he's what he said he's gonna do. He's putting that commitment to uh to excellence. Shout out Mr. Davis. Um Indeed. so I mean if he's putting it up and he's doing his thing, then we can't be our you can't be mad about a super team. <laughs> get your game up. <laughs> Step your game up, get your bread up. Yeah. All right, so um the ladies uh should be Either they'd had media day a couple of days ago or they're getting, you know, a lot of teams are getting through like the media day portion, um, you know, of the season because, you know, you have final rosters or are, are, are kind of in, um, you know, first games, depending on where you are in the market or are, are, are coming in the next two to three days. Um, well, from the days that we're recording this. Um, what what do you 
how do you remember media day? You remember that just like going back to like college days, you taking the pictures and like, just like that last, like excitement, get your Jersey kind of, you know, a little bit of a fun from the break of, you know, practice, getting the plays in, you know, and, and then just kind of having the interviews and just the things that you're going in. I, I think it's, it's always kind of like, that's the surreal, the realness of like, okay, the start of another season, you know what I mean? And it's very optimistic. I, I've never heard of a a, a negative <laughs> media day or a negative outlook on your season, whether you're going to be one in nine, like I was several times in college, <laughs> or whether you're going to be undefeated. I, I think you're always going to put your best foot forward during that um, time period. I have some nightmares about media day, and one of these days I'll share or we'll show the actual picture. Quick story. Let's hit <laughs> We, I think it's my junior or senior year, and whatever the case is, we got a new coach. Uh, they say, Hey, we want to wear this so this color suit. Everybody's going to wear, like, you know, we got three jackets, just switch them on, kind of nasty. But hey, when you come in there, wear your white shirt. We got a tie for you. We got this jacket. Everybody's going to be wearing the same look, look the same uniform. Bet. Okay, cool, coach. So it's my time to get up. I don't know what lens the man got on me or something, but, you know, uh, sometimes when I look into a certain light, I get like a little lazy eye kind of thing going on or something like that. And so he took about no lie, but I, I promise you about 41 pictures of me. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Ah, still there. Pop. Okay, let's do this. Whatever. Then he was like, hey, man, we can like we can dub it up and have two right eyes. Or, you know, you can have a right eye on your left or something like that. We'll just. The good eye, basically, <laughs> will control along and copy and paste it to the bad eye. And I was like, nah, man, I don't want two right eyes looking crazy. So he's like, all right, let's just adjust your seat. So anyway, we finally get a shot where I don't got the lazy eye. But I am <laughs> in the media guy. I'm looking straight on like uh, <laughs> like, like I've been in trouble. Everybody else got a nice tilt. A little and tilt, a little angle. Of the, of the, boom, yeah. Here I look. am. Bam. <laughs> You, you head on looking like a deer in a headlight, like oh psycho. Like, <laughs> and it was so obvious. I remember I used to try to talk noise on the field. I know one every every other game, somebody would say something from the other team on my lazy eye. Like, y'all, nah, like you messed me up the whole. I I have to ball out out here, otherwise I'm getting clowned the whole time. I got new bounces on my feet, and I'm looking forward, and everybody else is looking to the side. So. I don't know why I got into that when you said media day. Man. Media day it is yeah, now. Nah, I know, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm phrase it different, man, because we, <laughs> we don't want the flashbacks. Well, hopefully Jeez. the ladies' media day went a little better. Hey, make everybody face the same way, please. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, and they're doing like some really because the the camera things that they can do with the backdrops and and AI and everything is so different now, right? Like they doing fire and and like motion and like Michael Jackson with the hair in the wind and everything. Like they ain't had it back when we were taking our media days. So the, the pitch is a little and the edit is a little better. A little better. Yeah. Right? Come on, man, fix my eye, man. Come on. <laughs> Don't force right. Whitaker me like that. <laughs> uh. That's hilarious. All right, so just kind of wrap it up, man. One of the things that, like, I've actually really enjoyed, and, you know, I think it's a carryover to see the, the sports do that and just the fashion. Um, the Aces do a great job of the, the tunnel. So when the ladies are walking out to the game and just, like, the fly fits that they put together. Um, so 
a lot of the ladies <laughs> on our team really put it together with the different kind of outfits. And you're laughing because I'm wondering which outfit that you is making you laugh <laughs> or just some of the fly stuff that you're looking forward to to see this season. You know, so I, I when it comes to like fashion, you know, I like watching like combinations of shoes. Weird combinations. And, yeah, yeah, just what, what the combinations are. Right. And I, as I get a little older, I understand that, hey, it's not as cool for your old ass to be wearing some of the stuff that they wear, you know okay. what I mean? But I do okay. like the combinations. You come to you that put... realization. Okay, good, 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 yeah. man. Progress. Yeah, you know, you know, I, <laughs> I've been humbled. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, I like the combinations. And and if I if I envy women in any part, because I because I, I I I'm glad to be who I am. Um, but if I have a small envy, it's like how versatile they can be. Like they they can literally be super versatile and it's dope. They can wear a jersey the game, arms out. Next day they can wear a, 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 a suit. Then they can wear ten inch heels. They can accessorize the ball as a purse. Like there's a lot of things that they like are. I mean, there's a lot. They're super versatile. So shout out to you. Well, maybe shout we'll out. get you I'm one excited. of them. Uh... What, what are those I, I, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. Okay. I don't, let me let me correct that. I'm cool. <laughs> just, hey, I mean, you know, let, I'm let cool it be. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. Self. Nah, nah, I'm cool with being just a three and D player when it comes to my fashion. I'm, oh. I'm not gonna be that versatile, but it's cool that they can be super versatile. That's dope. <laughs> there it is. Well, all in all, man, we just want to wish the aces and all. Just the WNBA, a great season to continue to grow the game. Um, you know, definitely excited about it. Uh, just some of the commercials there includes it, including the ladies and the, the guys in there. So just excited to see the growth, man. Uh, you got anything else with the people, MH? Back to back. Let's what's what's your uh, prediction? Is it too early to make a to make a, a no, championship prediction? No, it's back to back, man. You know, I'm, I'm ready to see those back to back jerseys. I missed the last parade. I have to be at this next parade. So. Um, so so make it happen. I I agree. And outside of Chelsea Gray, I think uh Candace Parker is probably top two, three, like favorite, like basketball players, period. So we got the MVP. Yeah, there's <laughs> MVP and we, and we haven't mentioned the MVP. <laughs> we no, have not no. mentioned the MVP. So the fact that you can start off and you come in like in the middle with like the MVP, bro, like we rolling and you know, the coach of the year. Like she came in and X and O'd the hell out of this shit. So I mean, I'm I'm ready for for another chip, man. So let, let's get. It. I mean, no pressure. You know, I mean, I'm not on the court, but let's speaking of pressure, uh, we go man, we're gonna be on the court. We're gonna be on the court. We're gonna be on the <laughs> Yeah, I almost got out of here without hey, do you want to issue your challenge, man? Cause like they dodged us last year, right? You know, we we had a verbal handshake agreement. We're gonna you know? be on the court. All right. So buckets. I know you're listening, okay? You know, from 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 fan to, to to mascot there, all right? You know, you do a great job on the floor, but but my man MH is coming for that title. You agreed that you was up for the challenge. Oh, you and you disrespected me too. <laughs> you didn't even <laughs> you looked at me in my Forrest Whitaker eye. You didn't even look at me. <laughs> it said no chance. No chance. Didn't even give me a full shake. So I'm coming for that Intercontinental Championship belt. I need that immediately. I'll be ready. We're going to be on the court. Whenever you're on the court, we're going to be there. Whenever you're ready. 
And be ready. And, and we saw you off season, and you said that you was gonna make it happen. You just said, you know, a little busy running for the championship last year. So to see before the season begins, you tell us the date, you tell us the game, and we will be there. I mean, there's a couple things that I live in my office as bulletin board material, and that picture of you uh, disrespecting me is in there. <laughs> so that title belt, I will, I, I, I will uh, come for that title belt, and uh, we're gonna be there on the court, man. Love it. I Love can't wait it. to see. It. Don't catch my shot. If you're gonna block my shot, just block it. Okay. Don't, don't catch cover. it. When he, when he don't, up there, he's like, hold it for a minute. Yeah. Don't cut. Don't, don't cover it and throw it back. Don't do that. Don't do that. Otherwise, I'm gonna jump on the trampoline with you. But <laughs> if you could just block my shot, if you block it, and then I'm gonna make a shot too. I got a strategy. There it is. Jokic. <laughs> coming, coming for the belt. Coming for yes, the belt. Show, show it to him one more time, Mh. That, that 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 high art, Jokic. <laughs> I'm running on the court. I'm about to embarrass somebody out there. <laughs> it's going to be live. Looking forward to it, man. All right, man. Any last thoughts? All good, man. I love it. I love it, man. Well, hey, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Once again, we start off with the congratulations to the Aces and then good luck to the Aces this year. You know, we'll be in the stands. We'll be rooting for you. Um, it's kind of our catchphrase, right? So please, 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 if you like the show, share the show with someone. If you didn't like the show, still share it with someone. Um, if there's topics and anything that you want us to talk about, please uh, hit us up on the Instagram. We've actually just put up some some comments. We, we share your posts if you share them with us. Um, and just uh, follow us on YouTube because visual representation matters. And uh, please stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. 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 Look. Assume me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spap out two racks on handmade new rags. Assume me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. I serve everybody from sports to college class to rap and battle.